Today's episode is sponsored by Adam and Eve. You know, I read so many stories about cheating partners and unhappy marriages. Maybe people wouldn't be in such unhappy relationships if they spent more time nurturing their love life. That's why you should check out today's sponsor, Adam and Eve. They've got toys for men, toys for women, and toys for... How should I put this? Well, it's not exactly r slash am I the butthole. More like r slash I'm in the butthole. And yeah, I realize that ordering adult toys can be a little scary because you may be concerned about privacy. Don't worry, Adam and Eve offers discreet and free shipping for your package. Trust me, these people are experts in your package. You can get 50% off on just about any item, along with free shipping and rush processing. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy or anything you desire. Then enter code R slash at checkout. That's R slash R S L A S H at adamandeve.com. This is an exclusive offer specific to this podcast, so be sure to use code R slash to get your discount, plus 100% free shipping, and get it fast with rush processing. Use code R slash. Welcome to R slash Entitled Parents, where an entitled mother tries to steal OP's dog. Our next Reddit post is from Ulfer. This weekend, a friend of mine asked me to keep an eye on her two kids while she and her husband went away for the weekend for some couple time. Initially, her mother was going to watch the kids, but that fell through on short notice. My friend called me at 3pm on Friday to come over in 3 hours. My friend knew that I probably wasn't doing anything, which was both hurtful and accurate, so I said sure. She has two kids, an 8-year-old girl and a 5-year-old boy. They're good kids for the most part. The boy has a little bit of a snitching problem and the girl has a sharing problem, but it's only two days. So I show up Friday after work while my friend gives me the rundown and her husband tells the kids that he'll beat them with their sibling if they're bad. The kids were unimpressed. The parents leave, it's just me and the kids in the house, and it's immediate pandemonium. The brother snitches on his sister for taking an extra cookie. The sister cried to me that her brother touched her switch, and I made the executive decision that they've got too much energy, and if they're tuckered out, then hopefully they'll chill. So I asked the kids to track down their bathing suits because we're going to my gym, which has a pool and a guest policy. I did let the mom know what we were up to before we left, and I asked if it was okay if I brought my dog over, because he doesn't shed and he's house-trained. She said that it was fine. Operation Pool was a great success. Once everyone was appropriately tired, including me, we made a pit stop on the way back to their house to grab my dog. He's extremely well-behaved and loves kids, and both kids were immediately all about Dexter, and Dexter was all about the kids. Miraculously, after the swim and chasing the dog around the house, the kids were finally exhausted. They fell asleep watching a Disney movie. From here, OP goes on to explain what happened for the rest of the weekend, and basically, it was just a chill, happy weekend where everyone got along well. On Sunday, the parents came back, OP said goodbye to the kids, took his dog, and left. Maybe an hour after we got home, I got a phone call from a very frazzled-sounding mom with kids crying in the background. She says they need my dog, now! I'm sorry, what? You don't need a dog, you need my dog? As in, you don't want me to come back and visit, you just want him? Well, apparently, the kids got so attached to my dog that they won't stop crying and they want to have him. Abso-effing-lutely not. Click. I'm still getting texts from their family about how I need to be reasonable and you have time to train a new dog. So 48 hours of free babysitting isn't enough? You want my dog too? Not in this lifetime.
OP, after an encounter like that, I think you're completely justified in ditching these friends. Trying to guilt trip one of your friends into handing over one of their pets is disgusting. Pets are basically family members, so how could you ask that of someone? Our next Reddit post is from Dr. Oogie Boogie. My fiance, Jane, found out that she was pregnant in June 2021, and we announced it to our immediate families in August. At first, our stepmother was completely uninterested in our baby. Not that I expected much from the woman whose reaction to our pregnancy announcement was to ask my fiancé if she was sure that it was mine. Even my dad berated her for that one. Even then, she barely seemed to acknowledge the pregnancy. Instead, she was more interested in my stepbrother, who was also engaged, and would give her beautiful grandbabies soon. No complaints, we don't even want her involved. Planning our baby shower was complicated. Both me and Jane would have to work until the holidays, and I wanted to be involved. The due date was February 2022, so we decided on early January as the best period of time. We enlisted two people as the planners, my sister Laura and Jane's best friend, Nina. Me and Jane are mostly laid-back people. We didn't want a big party, nor did we want to spend too much money on it. We're saving for the baby and the wedding. We decided early on that the shower would be co-ed. It would also have to be indoors, because it was January, and we settled on a guest list of 25 people, plus about a dozen kids. We came up with the idea of a pizza party. The resulting plans were awesome! Make your own pizzas, non-alcoholic drinks, and plain bodysuits for the kids to customize. Nina and Laura mixed pizza decor with the baby decor and found pizza-shaped sweets. It almost seemed messy, and I was surprised they made it work, but we loved it. Most of the planning was finished by the middle of November. Well, later that month, my stepbrother's fiancé left him for her ex. They'd been together for four years at that point, and it was both sudden and traumatizing for him. He was devastated. My stepmother then realized that the grandkids she dreamed of would take longer to come than she thought. So, naturally, without her son's milestones to obsess over, she moved on to mine. Suddenly, my stepmother went from aloof relative to excited grandma-to-be. Facebook posts, tacky promoted-to-nana shirts, the whole nine. At first, we were too busy finishing things up at work and getting ready for the holidays to worry about that. But it didn't take long for her to start pestering us about planning for the baby shower as well as the gender reveal. But we didn't want to have a gender reveal party. We had decided to wait until the birth of the baby to find out its sex. My stepmother tried to get us to find out and tell her as a Christmas present, but we didn't. We also denied a gender reveal at the baby shower. She told my father, who then convinced Laura into letting my stepmother help out with the plans. My wife and Nina met my stepmother for coffee. Though I wasn't there for that meeting, Laura told me what happened later. Before they could even mention their plans, my stepmother started talking about hers. According to Laura, she pulled a shockingly thick binder from her bag, complete with the words, Oh Baby, on the cover, colorful tabs and pieces of fabric poking out. And she skipped straight to the shower section. The baby shower section was short compared to the rest of the binder, but it was still long, and it was all to describe her one and only baby shower project. Laura sent me pictures, and oh boy. I'll give her this, it looked like the most Instagrammable baby shower ever. That being said, it was also barely functional and obviously expensive. There were balloons, oversized teddy bears, giant alphabet blocks, and cringeworthy signs everywhere. 
My stepmother was going for something overly cozy, with uncomfortable chairs and some fancy food ideas that didn't look edible. Most of them had soft cheese, which Jane couldn't even eat. The color palette was just three different shades of pink with gold accents. We'd be fine with a pink baby shower if it at least tried to mix things up a little, but my stepmother's pictures looked like Barbie had puked all over Hello Kitty's birthday party. When Nina tried to remind her that we didn't know the sex of the baby, my stepmother said, I just know that it's a girl. Spoiler, it wasn't. My stepmother also wanted an all-female, child-free party with fancy caterers and alcohol. She had written down a guest suggestion list containing some of her closest friends, even though neither my mom nor Jane's moms were on it. And she planned party games that no one had any interest in trying out. Basically, the only thing that we actually agreed with her on was holding the party indoors. Laura and Nina weren't given an opportunity to show her their plans until she was done. Once they could, they explained that while they could try to find a way to incorporate some of my stepmother's ideas, they had already settled on the pizza theme. My stepmother tried to protest, but Laura stated that it was kind of them to even offer that, as the shower was one month away and we'd already greenlit their plans. My stepmother even tried to call me to get them to change their minds, but I just repeated what they said. Fast forward to a week before the shower. Jane was almost eight months pregnant. Everything had been purchased, all the guests had RSVP'd, and pretty much everything was ready to go. The shower was set to start at 7pm. My stepmother offered to get to the venue earlier to prepare everything. Laura agreed, mostly because she knew that my stepmother would complain if she didn't get to do anything. Two days before the shower, however, the venue called Nina. They told Nina that my stepmother had stopped by to drop off large, heavy boxes of what she called a little surprise for them. She told us that my stepmother had planned on showing up three hours early to start setting up. They were calling to remind us that we hadn't even booked the venue for that time period, so my stepmother threw a tantrum when told that. Unsurprisingly, all the boxes were filled with pink, frilly decorations. Some of them seemed to be the exact same items that my stepmother had initially shown Laura and Nina. The signs, the balloons, the placemats, everything. Laura realized that's why my stepmother intended to get to the venue early. To set up the baby shower she'd planned and pretty much force us all to party in Barbie hell with her. My sister called Nina to figure out what to do. Neither of them could come to the venue early, so it was almost inevitable that my stepmother was going to get her way. The most obvious solution they came up with was to just throw away all of my stepmother's stuff, but Laura had a better idea. That night, they called me and Jane. Hey, wanna destroy a party in two hours? So basically, the stepmother showed up at the venue early when no one else could arrive, set up her ugly pink party, and then left. Then, Laura texted Nina that the coast was clear. Me, Jane, and Nina snuck off to the venue. Sure enough, my stepmother had prepared her party. To cut this short, I won't describe it, but I will say that it was so pink it almost gave Jane nausea. For the next two hours, Laura distracted my stepmother at the salon while the three of us quickly took down every piece of decor my stepmother had put up and replaced it with pizza party stuff. We set up the activities, made the tables, and put every pink item we found back in my stepmother's boxes. It was actually really fun. We were done only minutes before the shower started. A handful of guests arrived before my stepmother did, so I barely saw her all night. Laura told me that when they got there, my stepmother's jaw dropped as she tried to make sense of what had happened to all of her pink decor. 
My, <laughs> my sister just smiled and whispered, nice try, in her ear and went to help Luke customize a bodysuit. Overall, the baby shower was everything we'd hoped for. Our friends were there, people had fun, and we had a ton of pizza. So I don't really care that my stepmother spent the entire party literally sulking in the corner. Nina did catch her trying to put little pink bows on top of the cupcakes, but she quickly shut that down. I give Laura and Nina full credit for saving the day. My stepmother's interest in our baby quickly died after that. She stopped wearing her Nana shirts, didn't come to see us at the hospital when he was born, and refused to even acknowledge that he was a boy until she met him weeks later. Up until we went no contact, she was a very loose definition of the word grandmother. I couldn't be more grateful that my son will never know her. Okay, it's super clear that your stepmother is not interested in you or your wife or the baby. The only thing she wants out of you is good Instagram photos. Which is a shame because you guys really missed out on an amazing photo opportunity. You should have had someone set up with a camera so the second your stepmother came in, you could have gotten a picture of her face. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Our next Reddit post is from Anonymous Girl. I'm a 21-year-old woman, and I made the decision to cut my stepfather out of my life completely. I also made the choice that he will not be seeing my daughter, period. He was so abusive to me growing up and pretended the abuse didn't happen. He constantly gaslights me. He mentally and emotionally abused me. When I was having mental problems, my stepdad convinced my mother that I was lying. He would call me names and make fun of me for not knowing how to do things that I wasn't taught how to do. He would tell me how stupid I am. He would make fun of me for being autistic and bipolar. He would do or say things to purposefully provoke me. He would say, I wish you would hit me. Fight me. What's up? The thing is, I never challenged him to a fight. I would just defend myself from him fighting me and he would tell everyone that I hit him. Keep in mind, I was a 5'5", 120-pound girl. He would physically abuse me. He would punch and slap me in the face, shove me against walls, throw things at me. He told me that he wishes my attempts on my life succeeded. He would always exclude me from family outings and going out places. I was excluded from everything. I once got awards from an art show, and he claimed that I was showing off, and he was angry that I was trying to hang them up inside my bedroom and demand that I throw them away. He was upset because I had awards and my sister didn't. He told me that it wasn't fair that I was rubbing those awards in her face because she didn't win any. My sister was my stepfather's favorite. 
Anything she wanted, she got. Meanwhile, I was stuck with old clothes that didn't fit, while my sister got new books, new makeup, new clothes, new shoes, you name it. She was the golden child, but I was forgotten about. Every time I had plans to go somewhere with my mother, he would force her to cancel them so that she could go with him. My mother chose men over me. Anyways, I had a daughter in February. I love her so much, and I want to protect her. My mother asked me when I would let my stepfather see the baby. I made it clear that was not happening. Now, my stepfather is angry that I won't let him see the baby. He said to my mom, If I can't see her, then nobody else can. It's not fair that she's excluding me when I provided food, clothes, and a roof over her head. She owes me because she was a difficult child to raise. I wasn't difficult. I had mental issues that weren't taken seriously or diagnosed. I went through a lot of trauma that my family denied even happening. My stepfather went on Facebook and talked about how I'm excluding him and that I'm an ungrateful brat. He has family reaching out to me, telling me to get over all the terrible things that he's done. He will never see my daughter. He will never see me again. He's cut out of my life forever. OP, I applaud your resolve here, and I think you're doing the right thing, but I think you need to go even one step further, because the fact that they can even call you and talk to you and communicate with you on Facebook means there's still more in your life than they should be. Your mom and your stepfather are so toxic that I think your only option is to just cut them out of your life completely. That was r slash Entitled Parents, and if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast, because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.